Welcome to a nonfiction story cast about people in Seattle who built churches and how they did it. I'm Cindy Safranoff. I'm the author, and this is Dedication, building the Seattle branches of Mary Baker Eddy's church, a centennial story. Episode 28, Foundation. In early December 1919, the building committee of Third Church of Christ Scientist Seattle accepted the lowest bid for the excavation and foundation work. That lowest bid was from Neil McDonald, the same construction contractor used by Fourth Church. The cost was about $13,000, plus there were architectural fees to pay. They only had $3,500 in the building fund. But despite their shortfall, they moved forward with the work. A notice was read from the desk at church services that month. The work on the first part of the construction on the new church edifice is well underway. Funds are necessary to complete this first contract. A similar message was mailed out to all the members. The building committee was confident that every need would be supplied. They asked members to pray for the building project daily. Unfortunately, not enough funds came in soon enough to continue the construction work. Now they faced a dilemma. They could not do any more contracts because of the constraint put on them by the membership. But it was impossible to complete the work for the first contract because of the need to hire other specialized contractors to install plumbing, oil tanks, and heating ducts before the foundation work was done. Meanwhile, the lawsuits the Mother Church was involved in, referred to locally as the Boston Situation, or what would later be referred to as the Great Litigation, was escalating. During March 1920, a series of headlines related to the conflict were seen in the Seattle newspapers, including one about 100 employees of the Christian Science Publishing Society walking away from their jobs in protest. A conference was called of all the Christian Science Churches in Washington State. Representatives were meeting in Spokane. Third Church in Seattle was not inclined to take sides or get involved in the controversy in any way. Their elected representative for the conference was directed by the membership not to take any action and to strictly follow the church manual. This foundational issue was consuming the attention of the board and the membership. The building project would have to be put on hold. The building committee halted the construction work. They spent the first quarter of 1920 figuring out how to wrap up this phase of construction. There were many unexpected and now urgent construction and contract issues. The board had to take out loans to make the final payment on the foundation work. The contract with Mr. McDonald needed to be renegotiated. 
It took a few months of intensive work to resolve all the problems caused by the sudden stop. It took a few months of intensive work to resolve all the problems caused by the sudden stop. Once everything was settled, there was nothing more they could do until all debt was paid. The building committee continued to meet every Monday noon at Byron Haviland's office. For several weeks, their meetings were short. There were only a few small details of business to discuss. Each week, the question was raised as to what the focus of the committee should be. Their next steps were not clear. A general sense of confusion was noted in the minutes. Then in April, about a year into the project, they changed their approach. Up to this point, their meetings had always begun with silent prayer and saying the Lord's Prayer before launching into the business of the meeting. Ever since 1914, this is how it went at all their church meetings, board, membership, and committees. Occasionally, the meeting chair would read an extra something from the Bible, Mary Baker Eddy's writings, or Joseph Armstrong's book about building the original Mother Church edifice. But now that it seemed impossible to do anything further, the building committee decided, at Helen Lance's suggestion, to devote the entire next meeting to what they called purely metaphysical work, spiritual study and prayer. At the meeting on April 29th, each of the five members brought readings from the Bible or Mary Baker Eddy's writings to share, ponder, and possibly discuss. They decided to continue this approach with the addition of a unifying topic for each meeting. Throughout the summer, they met each week, sharing the fruits of their individual spiritual study. The purpose of this work was to gain a clearer understanding of building as spiritual idea. Ruth Densmore carefully recorded each weekly topic and every citation shared by each of the members in their meeting minutes. She occasionally recorded how inspiring the meetings were to the committee members. They were satisfied that progress on church building was indeed continuing through their individual and collective metaphysical work. Thanks for listening to Dedication by me, Cindy Safranoff. All events and characters in this story are as true and accurate as the available sources. All opinions are mine. To support and learn more about this groundbreaking research project and read my writing, visit cindysafranoff.com.